Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <laughs> Yo, we're all trying to figure out what these rejoins are about. What? Like, I don't know. That's uh, above my pay grade here, I guess. Like, I don't know if it's a troll job. I was just saying to Marco, he's like, is that from the butt fumble? And then Tiki and Tierney were talking about the 2004 comeback with the Red Sox, the Yankees collapse, that being highlighted. Like, I don't, I just don't know what's going on here. I'm keeping my nose out of it. Connor, do you know? I don't know, but as a Jet fan, I find that highly offensive. Exactly. It's like, wait, wait, wait. There's no need for this. Why are you bringing up old stuff? We're having a good time tonight. There's got to be a clip out there somewhere we can find of the Jets winning the Super Bowl in 69, so let's get that one. (laughs) Okay, I see. There's not that many Jets clips to go through. So they're just going to go through one of the most infamous ones instead. I don't know. I don't know who they're blaming. I think they blamed it on Spike. I don't think it's on Spike. But whatever. Keep McPherson on the fan inside the 9 o'clock hour as we proceed. 877-337-6666. Let's get some more calls in. Hayden is in Dix Hills on the fan. Go for it, Hayden. What's up? Um, I just have a question about the Jets. Um, I think if you get Aaron Rodgers, I think you should try to pair him up with Alan Lazard because he's a free agent. Sure Um, thing. I think they need a better better number two receiver after um, Garrett Wilson. I'm not a huge fan of Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims, and the other receivers they have, I think they need a little bit more depth at that position. So I think Alan Lazard would I be think a they're good, done good with Corey Davis. Uh, they, you know, they could certainly explore that. I don't know how tight Lazard is with Rodgers, but yeah, that, that could be a possibility as well. Yeah, that was just my, my option for the Jets. I think they need a, I think they need to round out the skill skill position at receiver a bit because I don't feel I, I didn't feel it was it was good enough towards the end of the season. Yeah, thanks for the call, Hayden. The thing is. You're, you don't just go get Aaron Rodgers, right? And I, I know we're exhausting this conversation. And, and listen, I mean, if we could bypass it, I would. I, I wish we could just talk about it once it happens. But we're going to speculate, and we're going to literally talk all around it. And what I think is happening here is what we've seen already, right? We're, we're, you're not going to just get Aaron Rodgers and go to the Super Bowl. You get Aaron Rodgers, and you load up talent. Let's go to Frank in Syosset on the fan. What's up, Frank? Steve, how you doing? Um, I uh, did want to speak about Aaron Rodgers, but I wanted to acknowledge your beautiful uh, soliloquy on black Americans and the the lot of credit right now for you, especially, sounds to me like you got to give a lot of credit to WFAN because you, you got a platform to speak your mind. And they you they took a to- chance on me. Spike Eskin, Chris Olivier, like, they, of course, you know, when I first came in, 
uh, I got trashed online right away. People didn't give me a shot. And a lot of that trashing, uh, a, a lot of people said I was a diversity hire, affirmative action, um, that WFAM was going woke as if I didn't work my entire life to get here, as if I didn't have talent, as if I didn't bring anything to the table. You know, like, and that's the disrespect that black people have to go through all the time. So, yeah, I always give it up to WFAN. That's why I show up here and I show out. That's why when I was sick Tuesday and I missed my show, I vowed to come back and kill it these next couple days and connect with everybody and do my thing. I don't take this for granted at all. Well, you did it beautifully today. Thank you. Um, it was great to listen to you. But I, I have one Aaron Rodgers thing that um, we can't get warm and fuzzy, even though it's freaking cold outside. Um, when, when, when Brady went to Tampa Bay two, two and a half, three years ago, and he, uh, he, he won the first year, he brought a cast of characters with him and confidence. I don't see confidence coming and cast of characters coming with Aaron Rodgers. Um, that's just what I wanted to say. And I'm going to leave it over to you and get, you know, hear, hear your advice on this. Yep. Thanks for the call, Frank. And that's why I queued you up going from what Hayden said about getting Alan Lazard. And in the middle, I said, you don't just get Aaron Rodgers and expect him to take you to the Super Bowl. I knew you were going to mention Tom Brady and him coming in with Gronk and them adding talent elsewhere, right? You stack the deck. If you get a Hall of Fame quarterback, right, the Jets already hit on young players and guys that are in their rookie contracts that can play at a high level, so they're good there. You sign some other guys. You make some trades. you got to make that offensive line better. What it is is... You know, the Jets trying to do the mercenary quarterback. You've heard me speak on this. Maybe not. Maybe you've heard other people speak on this. But it worked for the Rams as well, not just Tom Brady and the Bucks. They knew they were a quarterback away. So you go get Matthew Stafford. And in his first year with Cooper Cup, you add Odell Beckham Jr. And they already had Aaron Donald. And they already had Jalen Ramsey. You stack the deck with this guy. You go all in to win the Super Bowl. Now, I understand with the, like the Jets fans, you're just trying to get to the playoffs. That's why I said, you know, pump the brakes on the Super Bowl. But you don't get Aaron Rodgers and say that's all we need. The way that the mercenary quarterbacks have won in 2020 and 2021, yeah, you get Tom Brady to come to Tampa. Yeah, you get Matt Stafford to come to L.A., but they're not alone. They have weapons, and they have a defense, and they have other veterans that are bought in like, yeah, this is for a ring. This is for the championship. And that's what the Jets have to also be doing. If the Jets make some other moves, right, I think June 1st is like the last date, but the new the new league year starts in March, early March. If you do sign an Alan Lazard, and you already have a Nathaniel Hackett, and then you make some other moves to bring in better receivers, better offensive linemen, that will entice Aaron Rodgers to come here more. He's going to look at his options. This is a guy that's talking about winning MVPs. Also talking about winning a Super Bowl, but you know everyone highlighted the fact that he said he feels like he can win another MVP. He's won an MVP in this league with Patrick Mahomes existing, with Joe Burrow existing. He's going to look around. I heard my boy EJ on last night. I told you there'd be 10 hours of a young black man hosting on the fan. That happened last night organically. That wasn't even on purpose. And EJ talked about the other options for Aaron Rodgers. You think he wants to go to Tennessee? Who are the receivers in Tennessee? They got rid of A.J. Brown. They have, like, Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, something like that. I don't even know their receivers. 
right? They they defaulted into Josh Dobbs. They're looking for a quarterback, but that's not an ideal setting. I guess they have King Henry there at running back, but he's hurt every year. In Vegas, yeah, Devontae Adams. That's his that's his guy. Like that's the guy he had a ton of success with, won MVPs with, but the Raiders are a mess. And I don't know if he meshes with Josh McDaniels and his system. He definitely meshes with Nathaniel Hackett. So if the Jets want Aaron Rodgers, they have to do the other things around getting the mercenary quarterback to entice him to come here and then also help him win here. 877-337-6666. Let's keep it rocking and rolling. Uh, Here's Bobby in North Bergen on the fan. What's up, Bobby? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Um, I, I I love your show. I love your expertise and the way you speak. Um, the the thing is, um, I, I want to change it up about the Cowboys. Um, that Prescott when he took over for Tony Romo, you, I thought I saw the light, right? But um, it was funny that this morning that Boomer Sanchez said that you know he's he doesn't read the defense correctly, and he's been paying so much money. But I, I, do you think he's the uh, and he's going to pull us through? And why did they fire fire Kelly Moore because? It's, he's not throwing the ball. It's Dak Prescott throwing the ball, correct? Uh, yeah, uh, and unfortunately, I can speak directly to this. And um, you just reminded me that BT said, you know, uh, type in Dak Prescott lowlights from this past season, and they have reels on uh, YouTube. I gotta, I gotta try and find it if that's true of of him messing up. I, I've, I've watched this guy. I played the quarterback position. I'm a Dallas fan. I've watched Dak Prescott, and similar to you. I wasn't a Romo guy, and when they drafted Dak in the fourth round, and in in that that um, that preseason where we saw flashes from him, and then uh, Romo hurt his back, and then Dak was thrust in there, I'm like, wow! I thought I'd be a, a a lot older before we parted ways with Romo. Here is our young quarterback who can run. He's bigger than Romo. He can take hits. He can throw. He's making plays. But you know what? They messed up Dak, and uh, they messed up Dak contractually with the way that they, you know, they could have got Dak for much cheaper when he was younger. And you mentioned Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore might light up the league next year with Justin Herbert. And in that offense, I don't know what Justin Herbert's going to look like. But with Dak Prescott, I found him forcing the ball a ton. I found him predetermining where he wanted to go, especially against man coverage. Zone? Yeah. Zone, he could come to the line. Recognize how many safeties, okay, one high safety, two high safety, no safety, safeties walked out. Like, where, what are we doing here? He could get the ball. I, I mentioned already that he carved up the Eagles defense, one of the best defenses in the league. He went 24 for 24 against zone defense. That means that guy can read the defense, but he wasn't reading the defense as far as when he was predetermining, I'm going to go to C.D. Lamb. In the game against the, the Niners, he targeted C.D. Lamb 13 times. Because he had nothing else. He felt like he had nobody else. He felt like he had to get to his best playmaker. The Cowboys did wrong by him. They traded Amari Cooper for a number one pick. And then they didn't want to keep Amari Cooper. They traded him for like a fifth round pick this year. You got him to see if Dak was a good enough quarterback with a number one receiver. You needed him to stay here. Because, yeah, CeeDee Lamb was elevated to a one. But who was going to be the number two to replace the production that CeeDee Lamb gave you at number two? Dak, Dak, to me, honestly, Dak sucked this year. And uh, it's on him. He's the one letting go of the ball. It's it, like it, it. They had to heads had to roll. They had to make a decision, and they can't make a decision to move on from Dak. They they signed him to a a huge contract. They defaulted into that forty million dollars a year for that performance. That's bad. The Cowboys aren't going to win a damn thing 
with Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones running the operation. They don't know exactly what to do. They don't even know how to go out and get free agents. I said the other night, the last big free agent they signed was Brandon Carr years ago. Brandon Carr is most famous for Odo Beckham Jr. catching that one-handed grab over him. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. It's It sucks to talk about. Dak Prescott can come back from it. But, like, their new bright idea is to have their head coach call plays who hasn't done it in years and also struggles to call timeouts. He struggles to manage the clock. That's your only real job on the sideline is to, 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 like, call timeout, bro. Clock management. And now you're going to have that guy call plays? So the hope is that he's more locked into the game. And uh, It's going to be a disaster. I, I talked to RJ Ochoa the other night. I did a blogging with the boys podcast with him, and he said, listen, McCarthy had success calling plays with Rodgers. He inherited Kellen Moore as his offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator. They tried it for a couple years. You have to see what, what he's like calling plays while he's here. And you know what I think? They're going to let him call plays next year. The Cowboys are going to not be a 12-win team next year. They're going to take a step back, miss the playoffs, and then they're going to elevate Dan Quinn, their defensive coordinator, to head coach, and then they'll just figure out something else. And I, and I don't know, man, as a, as a fan of the team – it's been miserable, America's team, to laugh at. 27 years they haven't reached the NFC Championship. And uh, I think Jerry Jones is cursed. Right. Thanks for Thank the call, so Bobby. I appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, I'm I'm probably on this next break going to watch this Dak Prescott lowlight. Like, BT said he's done this. Um, I think uh, I'm about to have another tab open. Dak Prescott interceptions. He, like... I don't know the exact numbers of how many games he had multiple interceptions. I don't know the exact amount of games that uh, this guy just, like, melted. But I know one. I, I, I told this to R.J. Ochoa. So my guy, R.J. Ochoa, if you go to my Twitter, great guy. This guy I'm, I'm a fan of for covering the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, come to find out, he's a fan of mine. He's like, yeah, I watched you on MLB off base, uh, MLB Network off base. And then I, you know, I looked you up, this and that. Like I've been following you. Like come on the podcast, we talk. It's you know two guys that have been rooting for the Cowboys for too long, and uh, you know we're talking about Dak. And there's so many people defending Dak Prescott. And I'm like, I played the position, bro. If you're throwing that many interceptions, it's on you. You're letting the ball go. You're predetermining. And I said to him, the the one that really burned me was against the Commanders the last week of the season. The strong side of the play was the left side. You had a tight end and I think two receivers left. You had one receiver on the back side of the play. That one receiver was Noah Brown. He was matched up against their their captain on defense, Fuller. I think it was Kyle Fuller, um, their, their, their best corner, or Kyle Fuller's brother. And for some reason, Dak thinks that that's where to go with the ball. Like, he predetermines in his head, okay, I got a one-on-one matchup over here with Noah Brown, but you should know you're matched up against, like, their best corner with a captaincy on his chest. This guy sees that. He jumps the route. Dak tries to throw him throw him the ball. I think it was a little out route. Fuller jumps the route, catches the ball, pick six. And I'm like, this is the NFL. We're doing this. <laughs> No way. This is stuff that kids in high school know. Read the front side of the play. Why are you going off script, going back side of the play, thinking you're going to steal one? You're not going to steal one against one of the best players on their defense. Don't you know that? Don't you watch film? You definitely watch film. I know Dak watches film. It was uh, Kendall Fuller, I think. Kyle Fuller is his brother. I always get these guys mixed up. They're, they're two great corners. 
but I'll, I'll never get off that. And like now I know I'm going to go down this spiral of, uh, you know, actually really looking at the mistakes that Dak Prescott made. Can they be fixed? Sure. You can come back from that. You, someone can coach you out of predetermining where you go with the ball. And you know, it also can help with that having more weapons. And that's what I'm talking about. Like the quarterbacks can only be as good really as their weapons. The quarterback's job is to distribute the pill, get it into the ball or get it into the hands, get the ball into the hands of the playmakers. Right. That's why, that's why I honestly think Daniel Jones is going to go up next year. I think Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is going to get paid and he is a, a, a regular guy. And I love that they call him Vanilla Vic because it's not because he's white. It's because he's vanilla. <laughs> Literally, the guy's plain. He's not going to change. But you know what's going to change? He's going to be able to check the ball down or throw little slants or underneath routes, drags, little little short routes. And if he's throwing them to maybe a T. Higgins, word came out today, T. Higgins might be available. I know Giants fans are looking at that. We'll talk about it. Giants fans, call me up. Wide receiver T. Higgins could be traded for a top draft pick if the team can't reach an extension. They say the money he's asking for is outrageous per the a- athletic. And uh, Higgins is entering the final year of his rookie contract. He's gone over 1,000 yards in back-to-back seasons. And then after the traumatic event that he had with uh, DeMar Hamlin, he probably wants to get out of that Bengals jersey and go get paid somewhere and be a number one. Jamar Chase is going to be their number one. Man, bring T. Higgins here. You talk about Kenny Galladay and what you thought Kenny Galladay could be, that's what T. Higgins is. Giants fans, hit the phone, 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Mickey Rivers, make the quick. Yeah, you're running around them bases, man. He might lose his lick. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rivers, make the quick. Yeah, yeah. Tracking down fly balls, man. He was moving swift. Mickey Rivers, make the quick. Running around them bases, man, he might lose his lick. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rivers, make the quick. Tracking down fly balls, man, he was moving swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about to flow like I'm Lil Dicky, or flow like the rivers, cause I'm talking about Mickey. No, not man, oh man, this is black history. Had to pick a New York Yankee to put on for the city. Might be a player that you never heard of. Months almost over, but there's still time to learn some. Freestyle Friday, man, go ahead and burn one. Drop 40s, go back to my first one. Okay, let's get back to Mr. Rivers. A left-handed batter and a lead-off hitter. Number 17, you're a starting center fielder. He could talk a lot of shit just like Yankee's Twitter. Go Google his name with Reggie Jackson or that parking lot story where his whip got crashed in. Mickey Rivers got style and fashion. I met him one time, he was smiling, laughing. He was part of that 78 Bronx Zoo. I met him at a game. Yeah, he'd still be in the Bronx too. I first saw him with the old Thomas. He won back-to-back World Series against the old Dodgers. He came over here from LA. Angels traded him for Bobby Bonds back in the day. After that, the boss knew we were on the way. Back on top, and that's where we gonna stay. Like, hey. Yes, sir. Joining us right now, special guest that's just called in, my guy, Mickey Rivers. <laughs> man, it's so glad to hear your voice. You the my man, Mickey. Yeah, I got Love to keep calling. I don't know why y'all call me anytime. You know to call your main man anytime. He's not busy no more. So I want you to keep checking in on me. I check in on you. See, everything is lovely. lovely. I know it. I know it. Happy Black History Month, brother. Thanks for joining yeah, us. Thank you. Thank you. So how's it going over there? I, I saw a goose. I saw, you know, I know you're, you're already set up at the American Dream. At American Dream. They said no the, just American Dream. Uh, how's it going over there? You, you everything, kissing babies? You signing autographs? Yeah, signing autographs. You know, got a lot of nice people, so you know. So, you know, I love the people. The people have been so blessed for me. So, you know, I want to do the right thing for them. You know, if I could and I'm able, I'm going to do it for them. I know it, man. You're the best. You're the coolest cat, like I just said. I know you do so much for people, and people love you, Mick. I mean, I had you on last month or, or last Black History Month, and uh, we took calls, and you know, you, you were down to call in right now before we do this Pinstripe Pride event the next two, three days. So I uh, just wanted to have people, you know, hear your voice. And we just played that rap that I made for you before I ever really got thank to, like, you. know you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. My wife loves it. She always talk about me. I said, yeah, keep the main man down. Nah, you the man. You the man. I, I wish I was old enough to see you play when you played. <laughs> I, I just go to YouTube. I, that's all I got is YouTube clips. Well, you saw the great, and you saw a lot of the great. And like I said, again, you know, I'm glad that you're doing this for the Black history because I want the people to understand it. The work, hard work, gets you where you need to go. Yes, sir. And it ain't nothing wrong with working, you know. You gotta and work. That's the only thing we know is to keep, put in the keep, work. Keep, keep. 
and you got to love people. You know, people can make you change your mind because you got to love people doing the right thing. You got to be able to do the right thing. Now you can't keep don't want to say I do bad and don't teach them the the, the, the difference. Yeah, I always try to teach them the good things to get you further. Do right, do good. Love will always overpower the hate. Mickey Rivers, man, I, I'm pumped. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. And uh, I just wanted WFN listeners to hear your voice and, uh, you know, put another promo out there. The tickets you can buy at American Dream right across the street from MetLife Stadium. It's a party. It's a fan fest. Yankees kicking off the 2023 season with myself and a bunch of legends like Mickey Rivers. And then you're going to have a good time with these guys because we got some of the best guys the game has. Indeed. Mick, I'll let you get back to it. I'll see you tomorrow. Sound good. All awesome. right. Thanks for, thanks for giving you. a shout out. Of All course. Right. Mick the quick, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's my guy. Like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how much, like, I just appreciate Mickey Rivers. And obviously he played in a, in a time before, way before I was born, but, like, before I – you know, could have even seen the Yankees. So I obviously, you know, did the research and know about him. And, uh, you know, the rap that you heard was a rap that I did. I think in 2020, I challenged myself every Freestyle Friday to rap about a different black baseball player. And uh, admired, I had admired Rick, Mickey, and I just, I don't know, something came over me that day, and I put some bars together. And when I put that out there... I remember Andrew Levy, he got a hold of it, and then he got it to Mickey, and then they got in touch with me, and I was like, I did not think that this would reach Mickey Rivers and his family, and the next thing you know, I get to meet him at the stadium. Um, I had met him before, but we only took a picture, and I was just like starstruck. This was like maybe 2018. And then after, you know, I put the rap out in 2020, obviously we weren't in the stadium, but then we got back into the stadium in 2021, I got to meet him, and then even last year I hosted, you know, my family and friends, in a suite and Mickey popped in as a surprise guest. He's just been so solid. He's, he doesn't live up here, but you know, he'll take the train from Florida up here. Uh, whenever, you know, there's some Yankee stuff going on. He is a Yankee guy. He's a solid guy. And you know, someone that I just, I just love like in, in life that I was able to connect with and meet. And you know, this just happened spur of the moment. I'm texting Andrew Levy. He's like, Hey, Mick, is down to call in. He's like, when you want him to call? I'm like, hey, let's get him on the line right now. And Connor queued up the rap. So hopefully you enjoyed that little, uh, you know, old school Yankees break and uh, a, a little black history flavor on it as well. Keep McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. We were talking about Vanilla Vic. We were talking about the quarterback. And I told you during the break I was going to go watch Dak Prescott throw interceptions. And now I'm big mad. Now I'm big mad because when you actually go back, and relive these games, like some of these interceptions, like stupid interceptions, like right before the half or in the red zone. And there's so many interceptions where he's forcing it to C.D. Lamb. I don't care about all of these interceptions that they say were assist or, you know, should have been on the receiver, right? There were some picks that Dak threw this year that bounced off guys' shoulders or chest or helmets or right off their hands to a defender, but he led the league in interceptions for the ones that were all on him. Uh, a $40 million quarterback, I don't know. I don't know if you're giving Daniel Jones $40 million, but Daniel Jones protected the ball this year. You know why? Because he had a coach in his ear all preseason, and then week one, we're not doing that. I'll chew you out in front of everybody so you learn 
We can't turn the ball over, protect the football, especially in the red zone. Look at what happened to Josh Allen without Brian Dable. I think that uh, you give a couple weapons to Daniel Jones, you give him another year in that system with the same guy in his ear and Mike Kafka in his ear saying, hey, this is what we're doing, right? Playing quarterback, is it's not simple, but it, you got to simplify it. you got to slow the game down. When these guys throw interceptions, it's because they get rattled and they think that they're bigger than the game or the simple things, right? It's got to be read, read, throw the ball away, or read, read, check the ball down. It can't be read, read, it's not there, go back to my first read, force it to my best receiver, hoping he can make a play. No, because in a millisecond, the defense is reading your eyes and closing in on you, and uh, they got to find someone to coach that out of Dak Prescott. But Giants fans were happy this year. Daniel Jones wasn't throwing that many interceptions, and if you actually get him some weapons, that changes what the defense can do, and that'll change his passing touchdown numbers. I know they want him to throw more touchdown passes. Uh, Get him a weapon that can smell the end zone, right? And don't get rid of a weapon that smells the end zone in Saquon Barkley. That guy knows how to score. He's a home run hitter. Make sure you secure him, too. 877-337-6666. Let's run through these calls. Obviously, a lot of the calls are Jets-related and Super Bowl-related because we already talked about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, the mercenary quarterback thing, uh, the Super Bowl with uh, the the Eagles and the Chiefs, and I gave you my quick thoughts and takes. And, of course, I'm never rocking with the Eagles. I'm going to tell you every way that I think the Chiefs can beat the Eagles. But I think there's people on the line that may disagree. So let's talk to them right about now. Richie in Queens. Hello, my friend. Welcome back. Richie. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah, there you are. Let's go. Okay. Um. Yeah, I know you talked about it earlier, but I'm just appalled and really, really angry with Kyrie. And you don't have to answer it because I know how tough you I know how much you love that team. Kind of got on to him a little bit because of you. And for him to come out and do this at this particular point, uh, anybody that would want this individual to play on their team, mind-boggling. It's but selfish. I'm going to pass that up because I know it's, it's a okay. tough thing. He, he's selfish, and, and the guy was limiting the distractions, and we were going all right. We were going good. Absolutely. And he just added another distraction. Yeah, and that's a major distraction because I really felt that – well, Simmons has really been a setback for them, but I really thought they were going to go someplace this year. Um Mickey Rivers, I met Mick a couple of times. You know what you remember? I don't know if you it's way before your time, the 76 World Series. If you saw that, Keith, what, what Pete Rose did to him psychologically, psychologically, he was playing third. He was playing 40 feet up the line mm-hmm. at third base. And he just dared Mickey because Mickey was great going the other way. And if he ground, hit a ground ball or shortstop, he beat it out. Right. That quick, Mick the quick. I remember, remember that, and, and he was a very good ball player. Line drive hitter, had some really good years for the Yankees, but that really stands out. Obviously, they won the next two years, 77, 78, but that's two years prior was to Cincinnati in 75 and 76, but I always remember that, how he just did, and, and Mickey could not get it down. It just, he just, he just um, psyched him out, and... Um, and it really hurt that Rivers couldn't get on and on base, although it was pretty much one-sided World Series. The Big Red Machine <laughs> versus the New York Yanks. I, I mean, I got to go back and look. Uh, uh, now it's in the notes because I want to see it with my own eyes how that played out. I well, yeah, that was, I yeah, that was watched amazing. more of the 77 and 78 World Series for obvious reason. Yeah, obviously. But, you know, I mean, it's like me with the Giants when Richardson caught the ball in 62 and – 
Ortez got the, you know, when the, when the Dusty Baker came out and with Russ Ortiz and took the ball and they blamed him that they lost the next two games to the, the Angels as part of the good and the bad. But I, I was able to stick around long enough for them to get three out of the last 10 years. So mm-hmm. it took me 54 years for them to win, but you got to take the good and the bad. And that's what sports is all about. You know, the game Sunday, Keith, really feel, I've, I've been touting the Eagles. I, I spoke to you a while ago. I really feel that, um, and you know, Tyree kills a big miss for them at this point. Tyree oh, kill as, as good as they are offensively. Hill, you know, with Kelsey, especially, you know, with Slay and, and Bradbury at the corners and the pressure they're going to put on, although the, the offensive line is good for KC, I, I I think the whole key to this thing, and it always seems to be, is how good Hurst is going to really do it, you know, do the job in this his first, his first Super Bowl. But they have the weapons, I think, and the defense to really, really put a lot of pressure on Casey. And I love Mahomes. I love everything he does. I think he'll be healthy. He should be 90% in this game. But I, I just think defensively, um, that's going to be a big, a, a big issue for for KC to get over. It. You, I, I, I'm, you, I'm with you a little bit. If I can jump in here, Tyreek Hill, um, you know, he did give him that home run hitter. He did give him that big threat over the top, the deep ball, or even catching yeah. the short ball, and he can burn you with his speed. But I like what I saw out of Mahomes this year, having different targets and uh, not being so predictable that he's going to throw it up there somewhere because Tyreek Hill is down there. Like I, I think mm-hmm. that we saw. Uh, Eli Apple get worked by MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, I also think that Kadarius Tony should have scored a touchdown last week. He's got to have a big Super Bowl. They traded for him. Um, he's a guy that, like, you know, would love to see a little bit of him versus Bradbury. And uh, they've got guys that can make plays like Juju. And, of course, it's going to be Travis Kelsey. And Mahomes doesn't care who's catching the ball. He's going to find the open guy. And- oh, no, he's great at that. I agree with that. Except, you know, get, getting back to Tony, he's such an enigma. I mean, he got hurt. I don't know what he did. He, he did that with the Giants, too. The guy's another guy. I know it's three he years He thinks he's him, but All he's not talent. him he yet. He never makes – he's always hurt. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hurt. He should have had that touchdown. He should have had that touchdown, um, if, and he did. Yeah. And he got hurt right after that play. But he's got to play big, man. He's got the speed. He's got the elusiveness. They traded for Absolutely. him to be a game-breaker. So he's got to come up big in the biggest game of his life. And I think yep. that could potentially happen. I can't wait because next week we're really going to start talking about every single player and matchup and thing, and then we'll get the big game on Sunday. Thanks for the call, mm-hmm. Richie. Let's go to my guy Gene in Secaucus on the fan. What's up, Gene? Hey, my main man, Keith. Happy uh, Black History Month. Thanks. Appreciate and it. And as a musician, you know, I'm a musician. Uh, the uh, African Americans have made so much contribution. People don't talk about this in jazz and blues. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. In all music and rock. I, I, really. Um, I mean, blues and jazz. Um, yeah. It's, and I'm not, I'm, I'm rock and roll, but um, you I don't hear the, that a lot. Uh, you know? I got in the <laughs> elevator here at the station in, in this building, and there was a, you know, they always have these little like facts in the elevator. And they said that hip-hop turns 50 this year. And I'm like, 50? I didn't even think hip-hop was that old. But when you think yeah. about, you know, that genre and how many people listen to hip-hop across the world, that's a great American export created by black people in this country. My favorite. As a musician, I'm a rock and roll guy. You know that. My favorite. I, I, was, I was raised on WABC radio, AM radio, Motown. The contributions yep. that were made. In Motown, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I, it, it's, 
unbelievable. It really is. It, it really, it really is. I, I love, I love the music. Yep. Anyway, um, a little bit about the, if I can talk a little bit. I love Andy Reid. I love Patrick Mahomes. But you know, Andy Reid, yes, has the coaching advantage. I, I, I understand over Nick Sirianni, the experience being there, but. I think the Eagles are a little bit of a better team, my, my opinion. I, I, I think, as you know, you're, you were a quarterback. That's the most important position. I think Patrick Holmes is better than Jalen Hurts, but I think Jalen Hurts is, is healthier right now. Um, I also believe that I, I could be wrong. Either, the Eagles are either number two or number three in takeaways, good defense. And I think that Jalen Hurts has – Better weapons. I think the other caller mentioned that too, though. A.J. Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, and then that running back. I think he's Pro Bowl now, too. I Miles, think Sanders. Miles Sanders. Yes. Um, I think the Eagles have a little bit of a better offensive and defensive launch. I think it's gonna, they're going to overmatch the Chiefs a little bit up front at the line of scrimmage. And I want to say something about Andy Reid. I want to be fair to Andy Reid. He's a great guy. Uh, this is gonna, he went through nine conference championships, four with the NFC. And with the Eagles, I believe this is his fifth one with the AFC. And he has one Super Bowl win. Now, I don't want to take anything away from Andy Reid, but regular season, great. My opinion by now, I think he should have one more Super Bowl win. Now, if he doesn't get this win, Keith, if he doesn't get his second Super Bowl win, he'll never be on the upper echelon of coaches. When you have your second win, it sets you apart. Coaching advantage, yes. Andy Reid. But I don't think it's going to come down to coaching, Keith. I think it's talent. I think the Eagles are a little bit better team. And if you remember a couple of years ago, I'm going to make a bold prediction. I think you're probably going to kill me on this. My prediction, I'm crazy. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I think the Eagles win by better than seven at least. A couple of years ago, KC unraveled in the Super Bowl, I guess, against Tampa Bay. And uh, I unfortunately, uh, I, I think the Eagles are just too much for them. That's my opinion. Uh, we don't have to agree on everything, but um, – I just have a gut feel. I can't prove it. There's no, you know, stats, but sometimes you have a gut feel. What do you think, my man? Yeah, if you got a gut feeling, go with it. <laughs> bet on it. Uh, don't let me I'm sway you. I'm not a gambler. You. I'm well, not a gambler. Well, go into the game feeling how you feel. You may be correct, but uh, I'm a Cowboys fan, and uh, I live in New York, New Jersey area, uh, not South Jersey. I grew up in Monmouth County, too know, close to South Jersey. I can never go with those dirty birds. Yeah, but you know, in baseball, I'm an old school guy. In baseball, when you your team loses, you have to put your feelings aside. Isn't it a traditional thing in baseball to root for the team where, like, the, like I'm a Met fan, so whatever team goes to the World Series from the National League, I always got to go for the National League because of a Met fan. But that doesn't seem to work mm -mm. in football. I don't know why. Mm -mm. <laughs> no, I was rooting hard for the Phillies. I definitely didn't want the Astros to win. Thanks for the call, Gene. It's funny because. <laughs> I was quoted in the beginning of the year. They asked on uh, MLB Off Base, who's coming out of the American League? I said, the Astros. They said, why? I'm like, they're still the Astros. They come out of the American League every year. They're in the ALCS every year. They're probably going to win the World Series this year. And they did. Not what I wanted, but they're the Astros. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And those crooks are always up to something. And they stay good now. They are the new face of baseball. And uh, the face of the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, spoke about the matchup between him and Jalen Hurts, the first black quarterback matchup in the Super Bowl. Uh, let's go to the clip. Let's run it. Let's hear what Pat had to say. 
to be on the world stage um, and uh, have two black quarterbacks uh, starting in the Super Bowl, I think it's special. And I've learned more and more about the, the history of the black quarterbacks since I've been in this league. And uh, uh, the guys that came before me and, and Jalen set the stage for this. And now I'm just glad that we can kind of set the stage for guys that are uh, kids that are coming up now. And so uh, uh, it'll be a great game uh, two, against two great teams and against another great quarterback. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to go out there and try to do what we can to, to win against a great team. Patrick Mahomes, I just needed a reason to put his voice on air here. He's got an interesting sound to him. <laughs> they say he sounds like Kermit the Frog. I don't think that, but <laughs> I always imagine him on the field talking trash. Like, I couldn't take that guy seriously. We got a break here. 877-337-6666. KM to AM, a five-hour show. We'll be right back after this. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. McPherson on the fan. Checking right back in. I got to try and get uh, a little more baseball conversation in before the night is over. I told you I was going to sprinkle some stuff in there to get my Yankee fans to call up. I see one on the line. We'll get there. So uh, last night I go home after doing my five-hour show. And like I said all the time, like I, I don't go to sleep till like three, four. Just It's part of the job. And uh, I've been doing this job for over a year now. So Monday through Friday, my bedtime, I, like the cutoff time when I'm like, all right, bro, like get, get in the bed, even if you're not tired, is usually like 3.30. Uh, so I watch SportsCenter. I love Scott Van Pelt, you know, how he's just got the desk. He's live from D.C. And I'm, I'm watching SportsCenter. And they, uh, they cut to Bron Bron, LeBron James, right? Today's 2-3-2-3, day. I just saw Justin Tinsley put out a, a great video on Michael Jordan and you know, I came into the NBA as a Jordan guy, as a Jordan fan. I, I'll always love Jordan. Uh, I rooted for the Bulls young. I was a front runner. I literally, I literally don't care. I had no one to tell me who to root for, television. Um, but, you know, as I got older and as I watched LeBron, I, the GOAT conversation started to shift for me where I'm like, uh, Jordan is the GOAT, but LeBron is the GOAT as well, and he's the GOAT GOAT, like, in a different way, like, they're both goats. We have multiple goats. And so I'm watching the goat, the king, talk about last night the uh, history that he's about to make as, you know, he, I think, scored another 26 points. I think he's 63 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time NBA scoring title. And so the reporter asked him about the significance of that record in sports just overall. And um, I'm watching LeBron in the postgame. 
And I'm telling you, like, I'm I'm up by myself, and uh, we got to play this clip, and I'll, I'll tell you my reaction to it. This is LeBron answering the question after the reporter says to him, like, you know, where does this record rank for you in sports? I think it's one of the greatest records um, in sports in general. I think it's up there with the home run record, um, you know, in baseball. Um, it's just... One of those records that um, you just don't ever see or think that would be broken, you know, and then you, you end up seeing guys, you know, you, you had Hank Aaron that had it for so long, and he's, you see the guys, the likes of like Sammy and Mark McGuire and those guys, you know, start climbing that. It was like, oh, man, this thing can really, this thing can really happen. You know, and you start really watching it and paying attention to it, and you're seeing Sammy and Mark McGuire go to the, uh, go to the bat, and you like, they got a chance to knock it out every single time, you know. And it was a, it was a fun for me as a as a sports person. It was fun watching those guys just go up the bat and, and chase it. So, um, I mean, I grew up being a historian of all sports and understanding, you know, that I didn't I don't have the number like planted in my head the the actual real number. I know it's 38 something, but I know it's been Kareem in my whole life. Um, so. Um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Excuse me, say what? <clears throat> um, we're not gonna run that back. But did LeBron say he was watching Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire chase down Hank Aaron's record? <laughs> I'm telling you, I was up last night cracking up by myself. I'm still laughing right now. Because we just came off of a couple months ago, the LeBron meme, where LeBron pretends that he knows everything. LeBron knows all. King James. I'm cracking up by myself last night. I, I tweeted out, I said, LeBron is hilarious. Wait, hold on. I had to go back and double check that, clip that, and put it on my Twitter, at Keith McPherson, if you want to run that back. LeBron mixed up his records. He went out there to say that the all-time NBA scoring record is up there with the home run record. Which one, LeBron? Because you mentioned Hank Aaron, but then you also mentioned Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Hank Aaron has the all-time home run record. <laughs> Mark McGuire and Sammy were chasing the single-season record. LeBron made no mention of Barry Bonds. He made no mention of Roger Maris. I was cracking up because LeBron is the big captain. They need to get him a big cap like, like they make those big caps. Because LeBron just lies and pretends. In that clip, he said, you know, I'm a historian of sports. I grew up watching. You ain't no historian of sports if you don't know the difference between the all-time home run record that Hank Aaron broke and the history with that and then Barry Bonds and then also the single-season record that Barry Bonds broke and that Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were chasing and then even Roger Matt. Like, LeBron is hilarious. I love Before LeBron. Before the started, when I seen, uh, I said he was probably going to score 70 tonight. Exactly. Like, we, we've all been joking about LeBron this past year, about how LeBron just, you know, he just knows everything. The king. We are all witnesses. LeBron James is great. 2-3-23, February 3rd, 2023. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's go to the break and the update, and we'll come right back. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.